You're Eric. Yeah. <laughs> You're Eric. And welcome to. Okay. That's it. Okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Reform Way. I am Corey Smith, alongside Eric Connor and Peter Pohl. Each week, we will bring you interviews, insights, and share our knowledge of the fitness world. We'll look at topics both in and out of the gym through the lens of an exercise enthusiast, a CrossFit coach, and a gym owner. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our most current episodes. Hey, guys, this is Eric Connor, and I am here with The Reform Way. I am joined by Mr. Peter Pohl. Hey, Eric, how are you today? Old man extraordinaire. I'm great. <laughs> Feels like we were just here a minute ago. Yeah, you know? Corey. Uh, and, yeah. And, uh, and Deja vu. Yeah, totally. And professional doc on-site, Mr. Dr. George. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me, Eric. Yes, always happy to have you. Uh, we had a lot of fun because we just... Um, we were just, I guess you could say, going over... Crushing it. Yeah, we were crushing it, kind of really getting deep, diving deep into all this stuff anticipating a recording of a podcast, but we actually ended up found out we forgot the mics. Or we forgot to turn the mics on. Yes. Well, so, what were we talking about? Uh, Peter doesn't even know. Peter forgot what workout we did today anyway. So, yeah, we did. Uh, JT. So yeah, so that was a practice run. But what we're really going to be going over here today, guys, is the uh, the difference in like muscle strains versus tears. Kind of the difference or kind of how you can maybe start to kind of have an idea what they are. Maybe how you kind of recover differently throughout those or what your focuses are as you recover and kind of have those. Uh, as they can come in all different ways, shapes, and forms. Um, so, George, kind of what, what what's the outline of what strains versus tears are, the different levels, grades, things like that? Yeah. So, <clears throat> like we were talking about earlier, you know, a strain is a tear, just minor. You okay. Know, you have some strands that have been torn mm -hmm. that are causing you pain and that you should be able to work through. Um, the tricky part is, like, knowing how to work through them like you know if it's, it's something bad um we were talking about like anything between like one and three that's on, on that's a pain scale of on one to ten pain scale one to ten that's okay. probably something that you could work through um stop in maybe doing a little bit of mobility to see how you feel is something that you can do um also you know just dialing it back a little bit because a lot of these like strains that we get they're not bad and you feel like your body can push through um, mm -hmm. these 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 wads, and then all of a sudden you wake up the next day and you're like, "What hit me?" Mm -hmm. You know, totally. So that'd be like a one to three. It's kind of variable. It sounds like how mm -hmm. how aggressive it can be. It's not like like super stop you in your tracks all the time. You might be able to push through it, and and kind of like we talked about a little bit before too is like helping gauge kind of how how you feel the next day. Yeah. might be a good indicator. I usually like, for example, what you're yeah. saying with these, if I have something that's kind of nagging real quick in a workout and I'm kind of like, okay, maybe I'll push, maybe I'll not. I'll kind of see how I'm feeling. I learn my body pretty well, but I'll usually give it two days. Mm -hmm. Not that I don't do anything for two days, but the next two days will show me how aggressive it may be. It may kind of go away and I just right. watch it for a week and don't get crazy on it. Or after two or three days, and I'm like, okay, I need to start talking to you more and kind of focus right. on what Like, what should I do? Yeah, and the difference between the one that's really tricky is the grade two. Because okay. now it's a little more significant. If you have a high pain tolerance, that's you, you're going to get yourself in trouble. Okay, you know? so there's grade two and grade three, am I right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. grade two, kind of dig on that a little bit. What's that like? That one's going to be, like for most people, it's, it, it should be fairly obvious. Like, you've hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. and and you're 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 losing a little bit of range of motion and you're feeling it on movements um but if if you're you know a stud athlete like peter pole mm -hmm. 
and always broken. <laughs> and used to being broken. It's a matter of degree. It's a nagging pain. Okay. It's, it's, okay. It, I agree it, too. It's definitely something that you know um, you can make get yourself in trouble and push through too much. And then you, you definitely wake up the next day and you start seeing some bruising, you know, grade three is really indicative of like that, uh, uh, more of like, a. have had grade three uh, strains in my hamstrings and my, my whole back of my leg was black and blue. You does your, I mean? does your muscle actually tear off the bone? Is that what the grade three is? It can't. Okay. It's either like a, like a close to a complete tear, mm-hmm. which is, or, or like, completely rupturing and that's super black and blue that that can be like yeah oh yeah for sure you uh, when it completely tears off the bone there's going to be like a a, like a deficit in the there's going to be a like a a, something weird like a dent like there's going to be like that's a tendon tear right basically a tendon tear because uh, with a muscle tear off like that without i'm just curious it doesn't have to be a tendon tear. I, I tore my quad muscle. I, I, I literally have a hole in my quad. You mm. could feel, you can push, put your finger in it and it's like, oh, wow. there's, there's, there's a hole right there. Yeah. You know I me. Mean? Gnarly. So, okay. So we got grade one, two and three, two, one is kind of mild. You might be able to push through it. Might be fine in a day or two. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of watch it a little bit. Grade two, uh, a little bit more significant. If you have a high pain tolerance, you can push through it, but not necessarily is that beneficial. Um, and it may set you back a little bit and you might need some treatment. Um, and then definitely. the three, and then the three is, yeah. yeah. And then the three is like, oh, like, like, oh man, I really effed something up. <laughs> yeah, it, go see an orthopedic. Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah those, those, <laughs> those are the ones that, like, um, there's, there's no way you're, you're, you're stopping. You're, you're done. You're done for the day. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's really those are like the sprinting motion ones. Or yeah. Those high fast. Explosive, um, explosive early. movements that so, you get hurt on. So if, if, hypothetically, if we're looking at what we're saying are strains versus tears, muscle strains might be like the level one, hypothetically, even mm-hmm. though it's a little micro tears or whatever you want to consider right. it. And then a tear would be more like the grade two, grade three idea. Yes. Okay. You know, let me ask something, George, and I'm thinking about professional athletes. Once they get to that grade two tear, they treat it like a grade three. Like let's say Kevin Durant. He has a grade two tear and it's a Achilles tendon. They treat the heck out of them for 12, 14 weeks, but they still can't make that Achilles tendon heal. The That grade never changed. And therefore, eventually, when he went back to play in a playoff game, he snapped it. They had the best guys in the world work at that grade two level, and they still couldn't heal it. Are grade twos, I don't want to say easy to mend, but are they? do they really require almost as much significant care as a grade three? Well, yeah, absolutely. I think you would you would treat it pretty, pretty aggressively. And, you know, but with like that, that situation, that was very controversial that, you know, they let him play. So, you know, I'm sure he had a, a big, a big uh, opinion on whether he should play or not. And the game that he's playing, you know what I mean? So it's a ton of stress on that Achilles. Definitely rolling the dice on whether he should have came back or not. And, Obviously, he probably shouldn't have, and and uh, probably should have been out. Yeah, but I don't know, even have been out long enough. That's my whole point. If let's say he was out forever, that thing was so torn. Was it getting better, team. or did right. it just eventually need to tear off? Is what you're right. saying? Yeah. So I didn't know. I don't yeah. know. Like in general, though, if you have a really said. bad grade two, can that really heal? Are you basically doing patchwork around everything else to make it strong? Because you can't. Can you make that muscle grow back? Yeah, absolutely. I think so. I mean, I. Um, for my hamstring tears that I've had and, mm-hmm. 
you know, like understanding the mechani- mechanism behind that is actually the, probably the biggest thing that you'll do. My hamstrings weren't tearing because they were tight. They were tearing because my I was quad dominant. My hip flexors were tight. My pelvis was tilting forward, and I was putting a ton of strain on my hamstrings. Back then, no one really understood that concept. So what were they doing? They were treating my hamstrings. Right. You know, but they what weren't I mean? fixing so the root. They weren't fixing the root exactly. Like so, so once you mm-hmm. start fixing the root cause, then you start really fixing the problem. The so yeah, because it's it's just overloading the hamstring, and eventually right. the hamstring is going to go. That's the that's the issue, right? Yeah. Similar to like you said, the back. Well, um, at and, and that's why you know with the mobility work that I do um, on myself, I've actually been able to you know increase my my forward flexion to about like six seven inches. And wow. I really haven't done any hamstring lengthening right. at all. I've right. been just working on my quads, my hip flexor, my glutes, and a little bit in my back, but really not not touching my hamstrings at all. And I'm getting that. And that's a hard concept for a lot of people to understand. So back to like, let's say someone has a muscle strain, like a level one, like we talked about. Really, let's just use the example of like a hamstring, mm-hmm. right? One thing that... that like how to kind of focus on what to do with it one or how to kind of either self-treat it or what to be aware of or what to kind of focus on depending on how aggressive it is one thing that that all you to usually talk about and ask someone that i that came from you was you know if peter's like hey i I think my hamstring feels kind of weird or it's a little off like something just kind of happened when i was sprinting or whatever and and a lot of things, a lot of times people's first instinct is to stretch it, <laughs> You're right. right? And usually I'll ask them from what you had said, like, do you, does it feel like a little burn, right? And if it's a little burn, you're saying that's like little muscle fibers tearing, tearing right? right? Uh, so it's like, don't stretch that. Yeah. Don't keep mm, stretching. Like, what, what do you do when that happens? So my analogy to that is like, because everybody wants to stretch it. Right. It's like, if I had a rubber band and it was starting to fray. Mm-hmm would you continue to stretch it? Right. And they're like, they could see it now. It's, yeah. You know, they, and once, once you tell them that, they're like, okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. But w- what do I need to do to help the, the, the hamstring from having that feeling? A, you know, um, if you want to get healed fast, obviously come into the office. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we're going to break through all that tissue. We're going to make sure that the scar tissue is going to lay down properly and it's going to have proper blood flow so it doesn't become like quote-unquote scar tissue where it shortens the muscle like knotted and exactly stuff okay exactly just laying down chaotically so if you're able to kind of reform that and have proper blood flow well that's going to come back strong and it's going to be durable um but you know if 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 you don't you don't think it's that bad you know, getting in there again, working the hip flexor and um, using the ball a ton, mm-hmm. and uh, um, and you know, a roller, a roller is really good. Anything that's going to promote a ton of blood flow is going to be really good. I will talk from experience that I went to George for my hip flexor mm-hmm. once I wrecked it, and after six or seven or ten sessions, including everything from Epsom salt bath, where we talk about different mm-hmm. things, different outside the box treatments, mm-hmm. um, I had a toolbox of ten things to do. That when it was bothering me, that's what I was doing today. When it starts to bother me again, get back in that toolbox, start working that stuff. But seeing George first to build the toolbox is really important. Mm -hmm. And even if it's just three visits, he'll give you enough stuff you can work on your own. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. And number two, I think, George, what you one thing you taught me is too is that never chase the pain directly, chase around the edges of it. So when I've had Mm -hmm. rope climb problems with my elbows from like having tennis elbow, 
it wasn't my elbow to work on. It was the muscles around there to push down, to open up, to put the ball on. That actually took the strain off that particular area. Yeah. Yeah, I say that all the time. Don't don't, don't chase pain. Figure out where it's coming from. See, I listen to yeah. you occasionally. Okay, okay. I get you. Please <laughs> listen to someone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, in that instance, again, it's it's kind of learning where to kind of maneuver around, right. what, to, what to alleviate. So... I think, like you say, is, is it's, it's worth a package of visits just to put that in your tool. Oh, bag. always. Well, here's the thing, you know, I would always tell my patients is like, they're like, hey, can I come in like once this week and once in two weeks? And I'm like, well, you can do that, but you're going to be like taking two steps forward, one step back. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you wanted to just put two together, you know, we could, you will get so far ahead where like you can really keep that momentum going with your own homework. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and, and that's where you're going to get the, the most benefit of like trying to do what you were saying. I think with George, the last time when I hurt my hip, I did, uh, it was so gnarly that um, I did two or three the first week, two the second week, two the third week. Mm-hmm. Then it, the, I was I realized that this is not going to require an orthopedic visit. Yeah. yeah. And then I once I knew that, it was a matter of sticking with the lead regiment, which yeah. to be honest with you, I've been flaky on, mm-hmm. but the, the good thing is the pain reminds me. Yeah, it's really weird. It the pain reminds me that hey, you know what though yeah. that that is God's little little Tapping way of letting shoulder. you know, like yeah. hey, 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 listen to your body. Hey, 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 don't, yeah. And so, you know, it don't don't take things here and there to deaden the pain because that is something that lets you know, like hey, yeah. you you need to listen to this, and if you don't, then you're going to be in a bad way. I think at the end of the day, kind of like what you're saying, that's 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 the perfect way to do it. Learning your body learning kind of when it's saying this is odd Mm -hmm. this is different something is slightly up talking to us the coaches and then we can help either if it needs a referral towards you we're on that like crazy because you're the first one we all see and our families do um or even just the stuff that you've been able to teach us that we can show them as a first immediate treatment kind of well that's yeah the first immediate treatment is not advil yeah that's the bottom line well that's well i mean well that's why everybody does so well here because you Mm -hmm. do a great job of like um, putting the workouts together, but understanding what they need to do as a warm up mm-hmm. to um, to to keep that going. Yeah, it's huge. You do um, that, or is that Corey? What's that? Nothing. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't take any credit. Don't worry. Good job, I Corey. Corey I have to Corey a boat over yeah, the corner. Yeah, he's doing um, So how how like obviously we can easily connect people to you, George, right? right? But what would be the best way for people to connect with you about? questions on these things help treatment needs like that what would be the best ways whether it's email phone what kind of stuff would be that be well you know like kind of like we were talking about like that first assessment when mm-hmm. patients come in you know i always like kind of look at the hips because um through covid and everything everybody's just been sitting so much and i don't think they realize how tight they are you know and then from there the shoulders because mm-hmm. those are the two major movers right. of like the weight that you guys are doing you know and um so assessing those you know the shoulders are made for mobility mm-hmm. the hips are made for stability and understanding that concept and not overdoing it on either way where you're trying to move the hips where they're not going to go or, you, or you're trying to put so much load on the shoulders where they can't wait take a minute it. so my hips were not made for mobility <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and I, that's, that's, that's a different oh, topic. God, that's okay. a different podcast. <laughs> that's an after hours podcast when we forget the mics. <laughs> you totally was, just threw George off. That, that, was, that was pretty fast. That was early on that one. I was, was like, wait a minute. Was ready. So how do people reach you if, if uh, uh, what's the best way? The best way is, you know, the, the beauty about nowadays is you can text me, mm-hmm. you can call me. Um, Tell us your number. Nine for nine, eight, seven, three, three, six, eight, eight is, uh, 
is the best way. One more time, George, slowly. 949-873-3688. And um, and I think that's what my patients like the most of me, most about is that they can text me or if something happens and they're already established patient, they're like, Hey George, like I got this going on. Do you, or there's a workout this, what mm-hmm. do you recommend? Mm-hmm. And, um, so I'm easily accessible. That's, that's always been the biggest thing from day one, right? Since right. I've met you is well, one, your, your character, your quality, your, your personality, right. And you. let alone your knowledge, but yeah. it's just your, your willingness and ability and interest to help. Yeah. Um, and, and then also kind of being able to make it digestible for people to understand. Yeah, um, I think it's been huge in helping people kind of try to self-treat themselves. So yeah. um, they only need you when they really need you. And that's, Side that's note, a huge thing. I referred one of my clients to Eric who has, I mean, to George who had TMJ. TMJ? Right? Is that what it is? The, uh, uh, right. And uh, I go, you should, you should see this buddy of mine, Dr. George. And it went, Do you remember that? And uh, it was he way probably back. sees a lot of people. Yeah, and she worked for me for Marie Calendars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. And yes. she came in and she was, it was causing neck pain mm-hmm. and headaches. And mm-hmm. George worked with her on just on that alone. And she said it was a game changer. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, no, the, the TMJ, first question is like, do you have headaches? Right. And they're, they're married together. And yeah, I totally remember her now. Yeah. And she did great. Yeah. yeah. So huge. Anything, so George any is good for a lot of stuff. Yeah, any kind of thing. First people we send them to. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thanks, George, for that. Guys, focus on those strains, tears, anything like that, or any kind of irritations, and then we'll help and you. Mobility. Figure it out. And mobility. Thank you, yes. Pete. Peter's hips. Peter's hips. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, go. You did good. Uh, I couldn't keep it any nice. I know. That was good. Thanks again for listening to the Reform Way. You can find us on our social media channels. Our Instagram is at CrossFit Reform, our Facebook is CrossFit Reform. And you can listen to more of these podcasts on any of the major streaming services such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major apps, and Buzzsprout.